This ESPN Chicago podcast is presented by 19 Crimes Wine. What's up, party people? Ain't no party like a Cali Gold party because a Cali Gold party don't stop. Pour yourself a glass of that Cali Gold with your boy, Snoop Dogg. <laughs> It's Black and Abdallah filling in for Greeny today, and now we welcome Carmen and Yurko to the studio. What's yeah, up, guys? We're going to discuss, discuss uh, spot for me. I, I know we have football, Super Bowl, we have got trade deadline, yeah. but I'd rather just talk about high school movies. <laughs> I'm not kidding. Right? Do you, can you believe what Seth Rogen said? I, it, I think it's wrong. believable. He said that there have been no good high school movies since Superbad, which came out in 2007. And I took my kids to see Superbad. He might Great. be right. Mistake. They were well, 10 and 12 at the time. Nah, they're fine. No, 12, they're fine. they Come get on. it. Superbad was a little raunchy. By the way, Superbad would make my top five. Okay, it's in your top five. When they started drawing pictures of the little guys, that was a problem for me. (laughs) Um, Juno, Juno was a high school movie. All the good ones. All the good ones. Uh, My top five would consist in some order: Ferris Bueller's Day Off, Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Yeah. Uh, what's the Cameron Crowe movie? But why am I blanking on oh, it? Oh, almost yes. famous. Almost, almost famous. famous. Almost right. famous. Yeah, it's a high school super story. Bad. Yeah. Is that a high school movie? Just because the kids in high yes. school? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Because yeah. there's See, a graduation in it. it. There's coming of age that takes place. Okay. Yeah. As long as someone comes of age, that's yeah. fine. Because well, like my thing it, is, you know, some people mentioned like Scream. Like, is Scream a high school yeah. movie? Yes. Yeah. yeah totally. I know. Okay. People said Back to the Future. Is Back to the Future a high school movie? What's the one with Freddie Prinze Jr. Is Back to the Future two? She's all that. She's all that. Greatest high school dance scene of all time. Even better than Grease. I I might have to amend my list. I forgot about Back to the Future. That's a great call. I feel like we're walking a line now between like, is it a well, high course, school movie? How many scenes are in the high school? There's who like comes, seven wait, scenes. Who comes back of age? to the future who comes feels, of age? feels very is Die Hard a Christmas movie. Really? I feel like that's yeah, like... That answer is yes. Under the sea no, dance. I know. That answer I know. is okay, yes. Okay, yeah. Back to the Future 2. That's true. No, no, no. not 2. No, okay. not 2. 3 is definitely not because they're in the West. 3 is not. Right. No. They didn't have schools um, then. Our no. buddy, our chef Mark Newman was listening to you guys. I, and I he said all the right moves. Heathers. A lot of people said Heathers in the Twitch chat. All the right moves. All the right moves. It's not a good one. One. It's a great one. It's a great one. It what's is, the one? What's is. the one with Gabrielle Union where the, the cheerleader bring it one? On, yes. Bring it on. Yes. Bring, bring it on. Bring it on. That's yeah. what I'm talking about, Jake. Yeah, bring it's it a good on. one. Oh yeah, I'm going down to see the girls cheer. Let's get it all. <laughs> Wait. So then is uh, what's that? Nightmare on Elm Street. Is that a high school movie? Uh, like, are we getting into like Halloween? A high school movie? I don't think so. Uh, no. Not Halloween. No, she's a little bit older. She was old. She was in college. Yeah. All right. Past college, I thought it started. Yeah. Yeah. She's older. Okay. Yeah. It, All right. Uh, I, I think Scream is. I think you got to put it in there. Scream, I That's think, a high is. School movie. Like I Mall, some of people said, uh, said Mall Rats. Mall Rats is a good movie, but aren't they out of high school? Aren't they like leaving high school? I think in they that are. Movie? In Mall and, like, because the they talk year. about going to like Disney and proposing and that right. kind of stuff when Jaws yeah, pops out of the water. Not Universal. Uh, proposing. Yeah, 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 you're not yeah, proposing, you're not proposing in high school. Right. No, not, I mean, you shouldn't be. I hope not. My number one was Days and Confused. Yeah, that's a classic yeah, too. That's my number one. That's beauteous. I think Days and Confused. All right, all it doesn't right, matter. All right. It doesn't matter what generation you're from. You yeah. get the concept. Yes. I, you know, like even though we're, I'm a millennial, and in high school to me wasn't what took place in Days and Confused. Like it was more like the super bad era. Right. I guess would be ours. So we should have hung out more in high yeah. school. It'd have been a little more Days and Confused. But, it, but the two are similar. Where yeah. Like you yeah. get the con- everybody in any era yeah. gets the concept. Yes, one hundred percent. And it kind of like. 
Project X takes it to a whole uh, new level. I've never level. seen it, but I've heard. You've never yeah, seen, no, Project I've never seen Project X? It's got your guy. Oh, yeah. I love it. I've never it's got it. your guy. Unbelievable. I've never yeah. seen it. Unbelievable. So good. Is awesome. That is great. And you know, know what? The, the conversation between the father and the kid <laughs> yes. at the end of it. Yes. It's fantastic. Yes. You gotta see Friday. Oh, no matter Enjoy. what happens, no matter all the chaos that happened. It's uh it's just straight fun. Like yeah. that's what it is. Yeah. You'll, you'll enjoy it. You yes. guys have flooded my mind with these movies. You know what we're forgetting? Like, well, you, somebody well, might have said just it. be careful, Bre- though. Breakfast Club. It's not the Matthew okay. uh, Matthew Broderick Project X with the uh, no, no, no. Of course not. It's it's I've seen that Project movie. X. Right. I know what uh, you're talking about. Yes. <laughs> Someone called in and said Breakfast, Breakfast Club, Club, and we Breakfast said Club. the one difference with the Breakfast Club it's is great boring. high school movie, but it doesn't move like Days and Confuse, Super Bad, some of the other Fast Times. It's kind of boring. Like it's it's slow. Pretty in pink, it. would you say? Pretty in pink, then? yeah, yeah. Sixteen candles, stuff. Sixteen candles. How about Uncle Buck? Ferris Bueller, I said for sure. Uncle Buck, high school movie. She's in high school. No, I don't think so. Then no. Who's that? Because Carrie. Because if you're saying six, then again, Carrie, like. Then we're crossing the line. Now like, you're in a horror. horror. I, I don't even so, like, like horror. Someone said Billy Madison. He's in high school for five minutes of the movie. He's in grade school the whole time. Yeah, yeah. Billy Madison is not a high school movie. So that no. to me is like Uncle Buck because only the only part of this in high school is like when he's going to get her from the party right. and then yeah. he goes to pick her up and gets her from school. Yeah, yeah. that's it. What about American Pie? Anybody oh, that's say it. That? Yeah, that's, 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 that's in my. That's How in about my American top Graffiti? Is American Graffiti a high school movie or is it a college? American Pie is in my top five because that is like what. That's your wheelhouse. American Pie is pretty awesome. Hey, those. Like, I remember my parents coming back from seeing American Pie, and I was like, can I see it? And they just busted out laughing. They go, hell no. (laughs) Nope. And then I found a way. Yeah, and then I found, and I was like, well, that's my goal now is to find a way into this movie. I'm pretty sure American Graffiti is high school. Yeah, I think think it is. People were saying the original. The original. Fast Times at Ridgemont High School. Someone said Cruel Intentions. Cruel Intentions is a good one. Yeah. Weird well, we science. Could, yeah. Somebody said that. On, somebody right. called yep. up and told these guys where. Somebody said better well, anyway, off dead. Anyway, I'm sorry, but that's a. Great, I don't know. I've never seen better off dead. Better off dead's good. Yeah, it's it is. Good. That's it's a good, good one. All right. I don't think it would make anyone's. Uh, top it's not making spot. a top five or ten yeah. list, but well, it's, it's good. It's certainly good. All right. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, we, Ooh, we were Bill discussing and Ted's that. Excellent adventure. That, awesome. Yeah, you missed Great that one. Call, Thank dude. you, David Cruz. Great uh, call. You, you were saying that there's some bulls rumblings. There's some bulls. Uh, there's the some. There's we got a shake hours. at the stick. What's going on? Yeah, well, I hours. feel like we can say it since we used to produce Let's the show. But there's live. some hot NBA chatter oh. from Joe Cowley that says Ooh. sources are saying that the Bulls have re-engaged the Knicks in talks mm. for Zach Levine. Mm. Okay. Well, I, if you can get something of value for Zach, go ahead. Mm-hmm. I, I, you know, I'm guessing it would be R.J. Barrett. That's what you got to imagine, would right? Would be the player. They already traded Cam Reddish. Not that you'd want him anyway. Yeah. R.J. Barrett. Does he trade... have star potential, R.J. Barrett? Gosh. He's been pretty good. I just don't know if he's... Is he a star? He's someone that you could acquire that eventually turns into a, a star. Doesn't seem like it. Yeah. Good player. Yeah. But doesn't seem like it. But, but does that matter at this point? If you remove Zach, and a theory that I've been thinking about for for a couple weeks now is like, if you remove Zach Levine from this team, does the record change? Like, don't don't worry about what you get back for him. If you remove him from this group, aren't they basically just a couple games under five hundred anyway? I would think so. Like, I don't know if they remove Zach that they um, immediately become a bottom feeder in the East. No, I don't think so. I think and they're still DeRozan, kind of competitive, the... trying yeah. to fight for the plan. So maybe if you just get something out of someone that you acquire for Zach, maybe they are a little better. I don't know. 
I mean, can, can they if, trade if, Zach if, for Jalen Brunson? <laughs> that's probably not going to happen. Uh, that I would do. That would work. <laughs> that would work. Mm-hmm. Give them the point guard that they need. I mean, do you get rid of Zach's salary and recommit to Demar and then say uh, we're better with Demar and R.J. Barrett and we'll, and God, if Lonzo could ever come back, like we're better that way. I don't. They, you might be right, Chris. They might be about the same, but at yeah. least it gets you off of Zach's money. Because like with the way my my brain works is like uh, I'm thinking the trade proposals on you know how that you can select the different players and it says the difference in games one mm. is this mm-hmm. and then it like if it if it's negative it'll say like negative six losses mm-hmm. or, or or there'll be plus four wins like I don't know if you remove Zach for anything if like that really changes I don't know. It he doesn't. Not. He doesn't really help you defensively. He, he doesn't, doesn't make others better. He does give you twenty four plus points per game. So you'd have to replace that. But it's also a league where you can find scoring almost yeah. anywhere. Yeah. So right. like, what is he actually adding to the value of winning? I, think I don't the, know. Yeah, I think the guys that are adding to the value of winning are the great two way players, and unfortunately, Zach is not that, and I don't know that I'll ever be one. Nope. Uh, a playmaker. I mean, the other night, the fourth quarter was a perfect example, and it's not just recency bias. This has been a recurring theme for a long time. He's just not a great decision maker. He never really has been. And when he's forced to do it in the fourth quarter when you're in your close game and you're trying to win, he's not good at it. He can score. You're right. There's no doubt about it. But he is. it has never been a strength of Zach's. He is not a good decision maker. And I don't think that ever changes. You're like eight years into the league, man. I mean, right? Like, that's not going to change. I don't think there's a coincidence that he's played in one playoff series yeah I and you agree. can't you can't always blame everyone else for the reason that you've never gotten to the playoffs That's until right. the last couple of seasons and you haven't won it you can't even win around like at, at, at a certain point you are what you are yeah and i think we know what he is he's a fine player but i mean i think we know exactly what he is i don't blame the the bulls for giving him money last summer they were sort of in a spot where I think it was, well, you kind of have to. He was the last remnant you had from the Butler trade. And you can always trade those contracts. Believe it or not, in the NBA, you can. Yeah. They could very easily, and they might do it today. They might do it in the offseason. They'll be able to trade Zach somewhere. I, I'm not saying the Bulls were wrong to give him the money, but we said it when they were giving him the money last year. We're like, okay, he's getting max money, but he is not a max player. He just mm-hmm. isn't. Here's where the organization was wrong, and we were talking about it at the time. Two years ago, when he was at his peak value, they should have traded him because we saw the horizon. We saw what was coming on the horizon. We knew that he would need a new deal. Carmen, you're right. You can't blame them for giving him the deal last year because it's what they were backed into having to do. Yeah. But two years ago, when we knew that he would want a new contract and he, he switched agencies to uh, Clutch Sports, it, it was he needed to be moved at that time. When his value was at the highest, when people still thought he could be a number one star in the league, mm. and that's that's the mistake the organization made. And we were we were discussing it. Yeah. We we had plenty of shows yep. where we were saying that that's what should have taken place. You have to think ahead of time. You mm-hmm. can't just wait for the moment to take place. Well, you can't fall in love so much or, or cling to something that you hope is going to happen. I mean, you probably had enough. You're right to evaluate Zach properly and say. It might not sit well with the fan base right now, but let's capitalize while his stock is at the all-time highest. Like you, feel, like you know, Nets fans are probably looking at today and saying, "Well, what is left? Well, nothing." However, 
You have a thousand picks now. Yeah, he's like Sam Presti all of a sudden. He's just collecting. Yeah, but that's fine. <laughs> I would much rather the Bulls walk away at the at, in an hour and fifty minutes from now with that than what they have now. Yeah. At least they have a direction, right? Because they're they have no direction right there. They're they're neutral right now. At least you yeah, have well, a direction because you're setting yourself up for something. They made some bad decisions. They've gotten off of it quickly, though. You can at least, I guess, give Sean Marks credit for that. He's gotten off of it quickly. Um, they are, like you said, stockpiling. I heard you guys say when they traded Crowder, what did they get? Five second round Five picks? Five second round picks. Yeah. That's, not, that's just cash. <laughs> what does that even that's mean? The best is like, that's cash. I wonder in the NBA these days how these conversations are going and the way these picks are being traded. It's like, what is the conversation? Okay, um, yeah, we'll give you Jay Crowder. We want. Seven <laughs> second round picks. Seven. You're crazy. Okay, five. All right. All right, five. Like, how does all right. How does that? Ha- how do they the arrive is, on five second round picks? GMs don't care about them, so it's basically just tossing yeah. away nothing. You're not giving up anything by giving away a second round pick. You're not giving. I mean, if, like the good franchises can do well with those. We're okay. seeing it more than ever where the second rounders do well. But yeah, there's not a lot of. But like, for every one value, I guess example that someone will tweet us or say it in the Twitch chat or you'll think of, I get there's 50 guys that aren't yeah. in the league. For yeah. every single one, there's 50 to 100 guys that aren't in the league. And there's Jokic. Who's, Just whatever you do, okay. don't say that the Bulls sell their picks. They sold the pick. Yeah, they they will get very upset about that. They sold the pick. That's what they, they, they did. You, you know the stories. Oh, yeah. they, they get very well, upset about and, that. And I think I think Pax gets upset and salty because he had to fall on the sword for that one. <laughs> you know, like, and I think it's easy to, because he had to wear that when that was, the owner said, yeah. I want the three point six. What was it? It was like some absurd four, amount of money. It was four, yeah. four million dollars, or something, right? Million, yeah. Whatever it was, it was like really, yeah, four Ugh. million dollars. That's like that's you need that that badly. How did we? Jared Reinsdorf was just like, no, you uh, need to sell the pick. How did we forget million. Karate Kid, guys? Ooh, karate Kid, yeah, how shame did we on us. Karate Kid, shame karate on kid. us. Plus, they just had the thing come out on what is it? Netflix, Cobra before? Kai, Cobra yeah. Kai. Shame yeah. on us, yeah. Karate Kid. Do you think so? In an out, you guys are you guys are on till two, and then cross out with Waddle and Sylvie. What are your? What do you think happens in the next hour? I'm going to say nothing major. I nothing, think no Zach to New York. I'm going to say no. But I wouldn't mind being wrong, depending on what that return looks like. I'm going to give it a 51 percent possibility. All right. All right. Yeah, I'm gotta. really invested in this move. You know, <laughs> I can't wait to find out what the Bulls do. I'm going to say that they try to move Zach, they don't, and they end up moving Caruso. Mm. I think Caruso is the one that yeah. the teams off, that are trying the to win. They're injured. They're, yeah, they're the trying. They're trying to to add. I think some of the teams in the West who who feel like they can contend. I think Caruso is a fit. I think there's some other teams like Eastern Conference teams like Miami. I think he could be a fit yeah. there. Um, I think Caruso has some value. I would think so too. Actually, like you said, for a playoff bound team that wants. A bench I read that presence they that were listening to offers, and... but nothing was good enough yet. Well, they want two first-round picks. That's Russo? ridiculous. Come on. I'll take one. You're o- this is exactly what <laughs> the last one. regime did. Yeah. You're overvaluing your assets. Oh, I, I don't know. In a couple of two first-round picks. picks for Caruso? Well, think back. Well, think about uh, last night, the deal that went down last night that wasn't uh, Durant. How many first round picks were moved in that deal with Wait, Russell Westbrook? Was a three way deal? Yeah, there was a first round pick that was moved. It was three first round picks, right? Or no, well, not there the Durant was one deal. that was sent to Utah with Russell Westbrook, mm-hmm. right? And weren't there picks going back to Minnesota? Uh, well, the Lakers sent a protected uh, that twenty twenty seven pick protected that, that top goes four. to Utah, but that, like yeah. So for Russell, what like with Russell Westbrook? So like just taking on his money, you got yeah. a first round pick. So if you could get a player that's like usable, like mm-hmm. Caruso, I. 
it is possible you could get two first-round picks for that. I actually like the deal for the Lakers. I mean, I don't think it's going to help them much. I need them to just at least make the play-in tournament. It helps me towards the bet. But, like, I think that actually, I think that's but a you deal the, that you actually. you had the Nets, too, didn't you? The, the I key, did have the Nets in. That's going to yeah. be tough now. Who they could have imagined that this would have been totally blown up by, by Valentine's Day? I know. Yeah, who who would have uh, imagined that uh, James Harden and Kyrie Irving wouldn't have gotten along guess, with people? I know. It's true. I should have seen it. I, coming, I think I the key to the Lakers move last night is Malik Beasley will be huge for yeah. LeBron. A yes. guy that can shoot threes and play defense, yeah. he is a perfect fit to Finally, play with Finally, a guy who can go into the corner yeah. and make threes. Yeah. Yeah, they don't have anybody. Lonnie Walker, I guess, right? Beside, they, there's nobody that can shoot on that team. Yeah. Uh, so I do think it helps. I actually thought that deal was good for them yesterday. Uh, Yurko, tonight's the night. You excited? Tonight's a no, big. We have a big, we have big night tonight. Do you guys this. know what's tonight. up tonight. Don't do this. Tonight is the night. Don't we will find out tonight. 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 NFL honors tonight. Oh, we will find out tonight. if Devin Hester makes the Hall of Fame. Oh, that's tonight. Be that is tonight. Him, yeah, I don't know be what happy. you're upset for him. I mean, I don't know what you're upset about. I mean, I've gone over it. I told you who belongs and who doesn't belong. Tonight's the night. So when they if he makes it in and they ask us to go to the enshrinement, you're we're going to count you out on that one. I'll go. Why wouldn't I go? I like go. going there. He likes going. I'm in. Of course he does. Yeah. I, I have no... I, who doesn't like Canton, Ohio? What a great place to be. I'm going. <laughs> they got a great Bob Evans, I'll tell you that. Oh, they do. Well, Carmen and I found a breakfast club. Remember the breakfast place we it found? It was fantastic. Unbelievable. We couldn't get in. And there's a bar. There's Bob a, Evans? No. Oh. The breakfast place you guys oh, went no, to. We, we tried to get in there. Right? It was like an hour and a half away. Fantastic. Hey, uh, not only that, but there's Bob Evans down by Freddie Cheech over there. Is there? John Chico's menswear. Yeah, Bob Evans right there. Route 30, go uh, east, and it's right on the right-hand side if you guys need one. If you're going to, you know, if you're going to Indianapolis at all, stop over there. Say hello. <laughs> to, 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 to the Bob, Bob Evans? Evans? Yeah. I don't know anybody at Bob Evans. Bob Evans. You know. Say hello, stop there. Say hello, Bob Evans. Hey, question. You got to know people to say hello. What the hell's wrong with you? You're going to go into a Bob Evans stop and it. say hello. Hello. I walked into Dunkin' Donuts today. There was a couple in front of me. In the engagement conversation, I said, hey, how are you? Good to see you. I chuckled at what he had mentioned. Mm. Why, well, they're strangers. I still say hello. First of all, if I lived as close to Munster Donut as you do, I'd never go anywhere but Munster Donut. I had a Munster Donut yesterday. Oh, dude, they're a nice so one. good. Oh, man. They're it's so unbelievable. good. Are you guys aware that someone is stealing the tip money for the what mints upstairs in the that? bathroom? I'm not surprised. What? Okay, so Listen, I, got to put so here's, money so here's in what the happens, gas. Can right? no one be trusted? So here's what happens, right? First oh. of all, we were robbed. Second of all, here's how it happened. I put in two entice dollars a, a, a trick of, of tip cups because since we had one at Dairy Queen when I worked there spot. is you put it well I put a dollar in this one but you put a dollar of your own money right, in there money. to entice yeah, sure. dollars because people are like oh I'll give a dollar yeah. I'll give a dollar right I did that and then so there was a bunch of money put in I went I took the money bought more mints came back Put in the dollar that was left. The initial yeah, dollar. Put that it keeps back starting. in yeah, there. Yeah. Put it back in there. I came back the next day. Some mints were gone, and the dollar was gone. What? No. Someone swiped the dollar. Yeah. And it's not like we have a vending machine. Well, you know, no. you had, who's to necessitate. The who's the douche, right? That's, well, yeah. That's what you're it sounds like yeah. the hot sauce yeah. bandit from and, a couple of summers and ago. And what you need to do is put <laughs> this is a tip jar, you blank blank. It says, it says right on there. Yeah. It, it says it. It says, it. says like yeah. the mints, leave yeah, a tip. Yeah. Hey, blank stick. Leave the money. Well, someone someone also drank all the beer out of our office. Right, which I heard tell me about that. And left that. the boxes of beer. Well, yeah. I've been drinking Carmen's bourbon and just filling it up with That's water. Okay, right. 
Like, is my parents. Bourbon's there for everybody. I don't mind that. Maple syrup? He's your new vodka. You can't share beer. No. The bourbon's there for everybody. If you want to drink, if you need a little sip in the middle of the afternoon, go ahead. It's in your office. You can't share a beer. I'm going to open this and take a sip. going to take a sip. Just a sip. Or if we open the Cali Gold right here, we're going to have to drink all of the Cali Gold. Absolutely. Everybody gets a glass. That's fine. Carmen's office is like uh, an episode straight out of Mad Men. You know, Don Draper and uh, Roger Sterling, they're hanging out in there. They're having drinks. No mixers, just 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 straight whiskey. Straight ice. Which is open to anybody. Anybody in the office can go in and help themselves. Peggy Olsen comes in and, and takes a full shot. <laughs> that's what She's the, dealing with too many uh, issues. That's what it's there for. But you can't. Someone stealing your beer is terrible because that's yours, and that is not a shareable product. I can understand just take just taking it, just swiping it, taking the whole box and going. The worst part was is they yeah. left the boxes there. Like, they're, they're empty. Like They, they didn't made wanna... it look like no one touched it's anything. Terrible. That's yeah. what's hilarious. So we, there's cameras a, there's a thief among us. We have cameras. We do? There's what a we, thief we among us. I say we go to the videotape. I mean, I want to know who took the dollar. Unbelievable. <laughs> Me too. Black. This is scandalous. <laughs> Everybody th- think it's it's cap so he can pay his fines. <laughs> no, but they got. He has money. Yeah, yeah, but, he money. Can't, but he can't pay the fines. This is all the money that goes to the kids right He's here. Look at this wad money. for the kids. Is he going upstairs money. before the show? They're our future. I don't know. Cap doesn't need money. Treat them well. I gave him a hundred dollars in singles for fines <laughs> when I lost the bet. All right, what do you guys have on the show today? Uh, Trade deadline, Todd Furman, McKnight at the movies, Super Bowl props, all that fun stuff. We're loaded. Awesome. We'll be listening. Carmen and Yurko, up now. (laughs) Great stuff, guys. Compelling. Really excellent. You're listening to Carmen and Yurko. If you miss something, get the podcast on the ESPN Chicago app. This is Chicago's home for sports. ESPN Chicago. Durant, cross, second defender, Durant, good, and a foul! Durant for three, it's good, Kevin Durant from downtown! Curry needs it, Durant, steps back, Connors! And a chance at a three-point play! Gets it into Durant, here is Durant moving on Tucker, he turns, he shoots, yes! With one second remaining! It happened so late into the night and early into the morning, I didn't know about it until I woke up this morning. And I saw it on my phone. Blockbuster trade, Kevin Durant out of Brooklyn. Oh, my goodness, how quickly that thing just came completely crashing. Like, you made the joke of the year, uh, faster than the Chinese weather balloon. Yeah. I mean, you talk Going about down, yeah. crashing and burning in Brooklyn, one of the uh, all-time great failed big three, big three and a quarter, if you want to throw Simmons in there, experiments. I mean, now you're left with Ben Simmons. Ugh, good luck to you. Yeah. Uh, remember a lot of Bulls fans, no, Carmen, you're crazy. Ben Simmons is a superstar. Yeah, good luck to you. Left with Ben Simmons in uh, the last couple of years of that contract. The guy doesn't want to play basketball. Maybe he'll take shots now. <laughs> I doubt it. <laughs> a guy who doesn't want to shoot the ball, attempt a layup, take a three, 
work at his game at all. No, you really want him. He's a great defensive player, and he's really good at pushing the ball up the floor. It's time for Derrick Rose to come home. $5 million dollars a year. It's time for Derrick Rose to come good home. Good luck to you. Time for Derrick Rose to come home? That's what, do you right. think that's going to be part of the Trading, Knicks deal? Yeah. If you get R.J. Barrett and you get... Uh, uh, if, if you all get, right, sign me up. I'll take it. I don't if, mind. If you get Derrick Rose, it's $24 million. You're, yeah, you're matched right. up, right? I don't mind. There you go. That's cool. Derrick coming deal. back home would be cool. There I'd almost go. feel a little bit bad for Derrick. Well, I don't know. How much better are the Knicks? Eh, they're not any better. No, maybe, maybe that much. Who knows? Incrementally. Who knows? Maybe a little bit better. I was going to say I'd feel bad for Derek. He's maybe you, got you, a chance you, to you win you a need playoff a, series, but, but I don't you know. need a maybe, point guard. Maybe I mean, not. Right? You need a point guard. They need one badly, but they need one that can play more than Derek can provide right now. I mean. Derrick Rose is not playing 35 minutes a game anymore. I mean, not, no, those days are behind him. Of course. But could he? No. In, in short order? Get no. pressed into action? No. That that does nothing to make you better, really, if you're the Bulls. Well, I mean, it's maybe money. I'm matching up money. So the reason you bring that up is because Joe Colley is reporting that trade talks have sort of been... And that includes you... R.J. Barrett. It's R.J. Barrett and Derrick Rose. You're assuming they want to get off of R.J. Barrett. What if they don't? What well, if they want to give a, you? That's a big assumption. What if they want to give you Julius Randle instead? Listen, R.J. Barrett, Julius Randle, Zach Levine, put their names in a hat, pull them out, tell me who I have. You're saying it doesn't make a difference. They're all the same. I mean, Zach's probably the. I don't know. Zach and 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 Randle would be neck and neck for the best players in that deal, wouldn't they? But. Like how 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 would you argue one way or another who wins that trade? Go ahead, anybody. Three one two three three two three seven seven six. First of all, it's not even a thing. Who knows? Right. Joe's just said that the talks have sort of rekindled a little bit. You know, we got an hour and a half until the deadline. I'm not saying it's going to happen. I doubt the Bulls do make a move like that. If they do, What's we'll Levine's bring it down number? in uh, greater detail. But like, go ahead, make the argument for who wins that trade. What's Levine's number? Because Zach you can't was a two hundred and twenty-five million. No, I'm talking deal. about his year number. What's his yearly number? Is it twenty-six million? It is it thirty-two is... million? No, thir- come on. It's he signed a max deal. Zach this year is at thirty-seven. One essentially. Next year it goes to forty. Then it goes to forty-three. Then it goes to forty-six. I mean, you in essence can do a Julius Randle, Derrick Rose, or a Julius Randle, R.J. Barrett deal for whatever you want to send over there. Because if it's thirty-six million, you got to match dollars. Mm-hmm. And it's not going to be a seven for one deal, you know. So you've got to get realistic. It's almost like Randall has to be in the deal. He doesn't have a choice. Yeah, Randall's probably. I think you'd say he's the best player. If in in like if we're talking about those three guys, I'd say Randall's probably the best player. Um, but he's far from a, a perfect product, too. You saw in the playoffs a couple of years ago when a lot of people thought he had an MVP regular season, how bad he was in their playoff series against, what was it, against Atlanta, right? Uh, I, I just, I, I don't know how you argue passionately one way or another. No, I'm, I, I'm not going to argue I, passionately I one way or the other I know either. you won't. I always understood the Bulls paying Zach. I said this a lot last summer, last spring and into the summer. I understood why they were going to pay him, and I thought it was fine. But I've said no less than a thousand times on these airwaves that he's not a max basketball player. He isn't. I get why you were going to sign him. You could always trade that contract. They might do it today. They might do it in the offseason. They could trade it if they want to, if they choose to pivot a little. 
I understood why they did it. But you see where they are with the roster that is currently constructed. You see Zach's deficiencies, unfortunately. And he's not the only player in the league that's got deficiencies. There are plenty of really good players like Zach that have a lot of deficiencies. The true stars in this league are a handful of guys. He's not one of them. So what do you have? You have this. You have 20, what are the Bulls, 24 and 26, whatever it is that they are. I think they're one game within within one game, Carmen. This is what you have. Better than having 12 wins. It's true. I suppose. 26 and 28. 26 and 28. But some of those 12-win teams have Paolo Bancaro and Kate Cunningham. Unfortunately, Kate missed this whole year. And Jalen Duran and Jaden Ivey and... Uh, you know, Houston's got some good young, you know, he's got some good players. I'll take Singoon. Probably the best young player, I mean, better than any young player the Bulls have. So while those teams, I, yeah, it's probably better. But at the same time, I could look at those other teams and I could tell you, they got some young players that are pretty good. Oh, and they're all in the mix for Wembenyama. 312-332-3776. Trade deadline is less than 90 minutes away. If you got a thought on what the Bulls should do. If you think a deal with the Knicks makes sense, would you be happy, sad? How would you evaluate something like that? Feel free to ring us up. We'll talk more Super Bowl bet, uh, Super Bowl prop bets, Yurk, or I got a few that I've identified that we can discuss today. We'll do that tomorrow, too. Todd Furman in one hour live in Vegas with the very latest on the lines and where we should put the money for Super Bowl 57. So we got a loaded show. Carmen and Yurko, we're coming right back. Chicago's home for sports on Instagram at ESPN underscore Chicago. Carmen and Yurko are back. This is ESPN Chicago, Chicago's home for sports. Out with a knee injury. Russ forces his way in. Hits the deck after he scores. Steps back out. They've got nine to shoot. Russ, three pointer. Got it. Russell. This is two out of 12 from beyond the arc. Russ! Throw it down! Throw it down, Russ! Down the middle he goes! It was always easy to admire Westbrook because he played with an edge and an attitude, you know? I don't know how great of a teammate he is. I'm not sure. But it was easy to admire him from afar because he just he played with a lot of dog in him, you know? He was just... His face busted up. What, did he miss a game? Remember? You know, he was just, he, he had attitude, you know, and uh, the, the, the triple-double thing was, I, I think it was a little bit easier maybe to fall in love with it back then. I think we know now that, well, what does it really mean in this new era of basketball? Games played fast, a lot of possessions, a lot of points, a lot of scoring, right, Eric? It's a, it's a different game. Guys fall out of bed and they get triple-doubles these yeah. days, you know, so yeah, it's I, I don't want to totally diminish Russ because I think he's been a, a very good player at times in his career. And I, he did and I, average that I, for a season. A couple seasons, yeah. but there are guys that do that now regularly. I mean, Jokic is going to do it this year. I mean, there are guys that just, if they're not doing it, they're right there within tenths of a point of doing it. It's just different. Games played differently. Russell Westbrook was rumored to potentially be an object of desire of the Bulls if he's bought out of Utah. He was in that trade yesterday, if you missed that. Uh, obviously, the Lakers have been trying for a long time right, to get right. off of Russell Westbrook. They did. The thought is that Utah is going to buy him out and that the Bulls would be interesting reuniting with Billy Donovan. Does nothing for me. I mean, I would imagine it'd be for this year and this year only as a free agent. They do need a point guard. Maybe as they try to remain competitive. And remember, uh, KC and Shams and Joe Colley and others have said it appears 
that the desire of the front office in the organization right now is to stay competitive, to try to you know get in this playing tournament, maybe win a series, or see what happens. I guess they figure Westbrook helps him with that for this year. He's not your classic point guard. There's a lot. You talk about a guy with a lot of deficiencies in his game. He's got a lot of them. It would do very little for me other than we'd say, well, we'll watch the last couple of months of Russell Westbrook here in a Bulls uniform and see what happens. Go from there. I mean, I just, yeah, if it happens, okay. Different dynamic. I don't think I'd rail on it, but it's Russell Westbrook is by no means and should by no means be part of any Chicago Bulls future. Would you agree with that? I would agree 100% that Russell Westbrook. I would be a short-term visitor here to yeah. the city. Quick stopover here. Chance to come over and see the spring come in. That's it. <laughs> That's right. And play with Billy again. Sean's in Glenwood on ESPN 1000 with Carmen and Yurko. What's up, Sean? Sean. Johnny. Johnny? Sean, now's the time. Him. I hear him there. All right. Sorry, Sean. Mike in Northbrook. What's up, Mike? All right, Carm. So, you know, I've been a long-time listener of yours, like, as I told you before, way back to your awesome post-game shows years ago, okay, when the NBA – Look, the Bulls are in a top-five media market, massive money. They have a payroll that is low market, small market, 15th out of only 30 teams, 15th in payroll. They should be adding, not subtracting. And the problem they have is we don't have enough three-point shooting, enough rebounding. True. There are all these players out there they could have gotten. They could have gotten either Buddy Heald, great shooter from the Pacers, or um, who's, the, who's the forward? You know, Miles Turner, okay? Both those guys were being offered for draft picks. They could do a lot of other things. Our bench, which is, you know, fun try-hard guys like Io and Green and blah, 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 these are not contending teams. The Bulls were never meant to contend, I'm just telling you, and they're never going to contend with such a low payroll in this NBA. Yeah, and they're top three media market. Forget top five. They're the yeah. they're the third, third media market. Third. Uh, Mike, thank you. New York, yeah. Los Angeles, Chicago. That's yeah. the way it works. You know, if you traded Zach for Randall, you know, wouldn't be a total subtraction. You are saving money, but again, you're adding a player that you still have Two more years of control of, who then has a player option. Who would you know? Presumably, if he played well, you'd be opting out of that. Probably get the best player in the deal, but I'm not totally convinced. Um, should they have been adding? Yeah, were, you, were were they ever calling the Nets about Kevin Durant? Did they think big for a second? Like, hey, is there a way we can do it? I doubt it. Do I wish they would have? Sure, I do. Those are the types of moves that would like those blow you away. I was trying to remember how we felt the day they got Vooch two springs ago. And they were very much in the honeymoon phase. With AK. With with AK and Eversley. So was it easier for us to be like, all right, good move. They're taking a swing. They realize they're really not going anywhere with the roster they have now. Everybody was happy it wasn't Paxson doing it. Yeah, you're right. That's exactly what the feeling was. You're right. And if if Paxson Gar were still in those chairs right now and this were the state of the Bulls, they'd they'd be be destroyed. Yes, and and I understand why, like the timeline matters, I suppose, and duration matters, but like they'd be destroyed. And I think we all looked at the Vooch deal. I, I think we probably smiled upon it a little bit, like, well, good, they're going away from just being in nothingness, and at least you're adding an all star caliber player. I think the more you watch Vooch up close, the more you see he's a lot like a bunch of NBA players we've been talking about, maybe even Zach Levine. Yeah, Vooch is good. Gonna Collect a lot of stats, especially if he's on a bad team. He's not Jokic good, though. <laughs> not even close. He's not a defensive anchor. He's probably not the three-point shooter they thought they were getting. I think it was a little bit of an outlier year. Although he's been better lately, I'll give Vooch credit. And Vooch is like, 
Vooch has had a good year, right? I mean, he has. He's got 30 double-doubles. I mean, yeah. he's had a good year, but he's the type of player that, at his best, having a good year is going to collect stats on probably a bad-to-average team. Right? Yeah. 18 points a game, 11.3 rebounds. All right, so he's had a pretty good year. Handful right? what's, of assists. What's, what's his three-point shooting this year, York? Do you have it? Oh, you've got it right in front of me, Carter. Because I feel like maybe it's bounced back a little from where he was awful last year. Uh, but I still don't think he's as good as when they acquired him off that one season. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I need to do get, you have it? Yeah, I'm I getting those get stats right now. No, i got a hair, Carm. Three-point percentage this year, 36-1. Eh. Above the 31-4. <laughs> Thanks. So, I could shoot 31-4. But it's above his career average of 35. I was going to say, what's he, about a 35%? 35%, so 36-1 is. When they got him from Orlando, he's shooting 40%. Right, that's like, I it's think... the only year he shot 40%, It was 40%, that outlier year, right. Yeah. You know, and so, like, what is Vooch, really? And he's uh, his first year here was his best year here. So, yes. And so, I, I yeah, I mean, I like, to Mike's point, though, I wish they'd swing a little bit more for the fences... And not just on, like, the fringe really good guys, but, like, the really good guys. Yeah, I do. Kevin Durant and Phoenix now. The West got really interesting in the last 48 hours, Yurko. Yeah, Kyrie Irving, Kevin Durant. Right. The, I think the Lakers improved themselves. They obviously didn't do a deal and add a player like those two, but I think they actually improved themselves. And if Mr. Glass doesn't get hurt again... I shouldn't call him that. I love him. That's Anthony my guy. Davis. That's a little mean. That's Anthony Davis. Who he would call him, Mr. Glass? He's the guy that was the the, the happiest guy on that team when uh, oh. when LeBron set the record. Yeah, they call me Mr. Glass. They Mr. Tibbs or Mr. Glass. Yeah. They uh, you know if a great high healthy, school movie there too. That yeah, that's true, Yerk. They uh, I, I if he could stay healthy, like I think they're a little better. The West got very interesting in the last forty eight hours. We can continue to take more of your Bulls calls. We're going to shift a little bit more towards the NFL and the Super Bowl coming up after one. In about 15 minutes, I want to play something Adam Schefter said on the station yesterday with Waddle and Sylvie about the Bears offseason. If you want to join us, talk trade deadline. We're an hour and 14 minutes away from the deadline now in the NBA. 312-332-3776 for Carmen and Yurko. Follow Chicago's Home for Sports on Twitch at ESPN 1000 Chicago. Carmen and Yurko are back. This is Chicago's Home for Sports. ESPN Chicago. A busy day. Trade deadline in the NBA. Just a few days away from Super Bowl 57. Todd Furman live in Vegas in about 45 minutes. Crosstalk with Waddle and Sylvie just over an hour from now. Also, McKnight at the movies coming up during the 1 o'clock hour. Looking forward to all of it, Yerk. Let's go to Will in D.C. on ESPN 1000. What's going on, Will? Hey, boys. How you doing? Good. Um, so I'll try to put my Zach Levine bias to the side because I am a big fan. But I think when they signed him uh, to that max contract, personally, I don't think he's a like a one a 1A player that like should lead a team. I think he's more of a second option. And when I say that, I think when they signed him, I think they signed him to be like Clay Thompson and not like Levine or not like Curry. Like he's kind of playing right now where the ball is in his hand almost all the time. I think he's better when he's a catch and shoot shooter. And I think in the right offense that um, he would flourish a lot more than he's doing right now, because with Lonzo ball out, I feel like the ball is mm-hmm. in his hand more. So I do feel like yep. he's, he's not playing his best right now, but with Lonzo Ball coming back, but who knows when he's going to come back, 
And I think that's really put a wrench in uh, AK's, um, AK and uh, Mark's idea of this team. And just waiting for Alonzo is, you don't know when he's going to come back. So um, it's, it's, I, I almost don't know what to say, what they should do, because to me, it kind of rides on Lonzo a little bit and having a point guard in the system. Um, so maybe signing Russ would be good, but, or for the year, but who knows if that's actually going to help us. Yeah. So. No, it's at, well, excellent points. You can't be holding your, I mean, you can't be waiting on Lonzo. Certainly not this year. There, there's no way he hasn't, he can't run people. He's not playing. It, it's, 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 He's not playing. It's the middle of February. And he may never play again. Well, and I, and I don't even want to think about that, least. but I mean, you, you can only be thinking about finding a way to get him healthy for next year. He can't run. Uh, it'll be the same thing, Carm. You want me to get, I'll give you the timeline. You want to have the timeline? When do they start going to Vegas to play summer league ball? It's usually uh, late July, isn't it? Updating oh. late July. Yeah. Mid, mid to late July. Still hasn't started heavy activity. That'd be bad. Maybe uh, March or no, like uh, uh, June 1st, before you hear it at the end of July. Uh, Lonzo Ball scheduled for minor procedure on knee. I mean, there, there's like 30 games left in this yeah. NBA season. In I, September 15th. Less than that. I, headline, Lonzo Ball not ready to start season. There you go. Brutal. There are your three headlines. I just gave you the timeline for Lonzo Ball. Say it ain't so, Yurko. You got less than you got fewer than thirty games left. I mean, he's not playing this year. They're going to. I would assume at some point after yeah, this, then they left. sort of hint at that. Yeah, you got twenty eight games left. They hinted after post trade deadline, post maybe All Star. When's the All Star game? Two two weeks. Whenever the heck the All Star yeah. game is. <laughs> you, you don't have that locked in. It's, no, there? not even remotely close. I know I the NHL I, trade deadline is March fourth. March fourth. That's right. That's the but one this, I know. Yeah, I guess that's always about right, isn't it? Usually around that time. I don't know whether it is or not. Hawks ticking on Kane. I know who the Hawks are not going to acquire: John Madden or Antoine Vermette. <laughs> the Hawks aren't getting either one of those. Do you guys. actually one of those two guys, or just the modern versions of John Madden and Antoine Vermette? I, I don't want either one of those guys. This team needs to subtract. It needs to subtract two guys that won't be here next year. That's what they need to do. They need to get something for them. We were playing in a... And we're talking uh, about Patrick Kane and Johnny Tates. By the way, five uh, days in a row, Johnny Tates hasn't practiced. Oh, boy. I'm going to try to go to... You know, I'm trying to go to a game here in the next couple weeks. I might go to the Toronto game next week, next Sunday. No football. Well, you know, it's yeah. uh, How am I going to spend my first Sunday without football? Well, I, I did the that, Hawks game. I did that last Sunday. Well, I know. Nah, but like, it was crap. We were Whatever still was looking on, forward to the Super Bowl. I That's what you. I meant. You know? I get you. We're, like there's still you can kind of do NFL work and watch highlights and get ready and we're prepping for the Super Bowl. Next Sunday, I think uh, Hawks have a matinee again, or they have like a late afternoon, early evening game against uh, the Leafs. Yeah, original six, go see Austin Matthews. You're not going to the Coyotes game. I'm not. No, I might go to that Leafs game. I want to see Kaner and Taves maybe one more time before they bid them a fond adieu. I I prefer to remember them when they were great. Kaner's still pretty good. Even I said great. Yeah, well, they're not. I said great. great. Yeah, they're not great. Huh. I, yeah, Kaner's not still great. good. Kaner's still close. Great. Taves, no. Taves has like gone from great to just. Yeah, he's good. <laughs> he's Zach Levine. You're eh, pretty good. Eh, not great. He's good. Well, uh, Lonzo. Oh yeah, back to Lonzo. But they sort of hinted at this that post deadline, post All Star, they'll sit down, they'll talk. I mean, basically, that means we'll give you guys the he's not playing this year update then. Because if a guy can't run and it's mid-Feb, I don't see how he could come back and play this year. 
you know, the kind of ramp up that's going to be necessary. And then, God forbid, there is another little setback. When that, I mean, it just I can't envision it being any time this season. Marcus is in Minneapolis. Hey, Marcus. What's up, guys? So my initial call was I wanted to say um, if, if the Bulls did trade Zach Levine to New York, I would be excited about Rose, but I don't know. They have to make another move, I would think, after that because I don't see DeRozan leading this team anywhere. But uh, to Will's point, the last caller, he made an excellent point. My number one problem with the Bulls is the coach. I don't think Zach Levine is being used correctly. Um, you know, with certain certain players, they're, they're such a great talent that they can overcome coaching, like if you get the bronze sure. and yeah. the Giannis. But some players have amazing skills, but it has to be honed. And I don't think Billy Donovan is the, the right coach. Like, look at the, the play sets they run. Even if you went to New York, I don't think Tibbs is a, a creative enough offensively to, to maximize what Zach Levine should be. Um, if he goes to, like, Greg Popovich or Golden State where they're running them off of screens and catch and shoot, like the Will said, that's the team he needs to go to and we'll see his, him maximize his potential. Yeah. But, um, yeah, hopefully we can get Derrick Rose at least if we do trade. That's what Yurko was saying. Bring Derek back home. Marcus, thanks, man. Appreciate the phone call. Is this Motez? Is that how you say his name? Motez in Columbus? Motez, what's up, man? What's up? What's up, fellas? How you doing? Doing well, thank you. Um, I haven't run the dates on this just yet, but I wonder if the NFL, you know, pushing for an 18th week and pushing the Super Bowl back has kind of pushed itself into an unforeseen circumstance of NBA trade deadline and and all the NBA trades being on Super Bowl week um, and kind of dominating the conversation up until Mm -hmm. the weekend. Um, if they've thought that through or, yeah, you know, I, if this is going to make the owners push for a 19th week even further. That's an interesting point. Montez. I don't think the NFL cares all that much because they know what they are. They're still the big, bad bully on the block. I will say the NBA is getting a lot of traction this week, but you've got two superstar players that were traded, York. It's sort of, yes. right, like Durant and Kyrie being traded changes it a little bit and it makes it big. It is. We are talking more NBA than we'd normally talk in these circumstances with the Super Bowl coming up on Sunday. I I do think Motez is right about that a little bit. Speaking of the NFL, we do want to segue to some NFL news coming up, um, and we will talk Super Bowl 57. We'll get best bets from Todd Furman in Vegas at 135. Coming up next, what does Adam Schefter think about the Bears offseason? He thinks it could be a big one. We're going to play it for you coming up next.